Hey, everybody. Welcome to the brand new The C.B. Baker Show. Thank you all so much for joining me. This is the first official episode of The C.B. Baker Show, where we're kind of transitioning from conquering dreams over to The C.B. Baker Show to be more general and capture more people. We're here in the great old 757 Hampton Roads area, and I got um, a longtime friend of mine, uh, Al Matthew, and well, it's been we we've been hanging tough for a minute now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so um he hit me up. Man, bro, you hit me up like he said, Look, I got this deal. I'm I'm over in Williamsburg selling timeshares and <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> but I just I got my man hooked me up, like you I got to show you this. Absolutely. You know, then we find you know our schedules and stuff was all jacked up. Mm-hmm. So we finally got together. A man showed me everything, and I was like, "Whoa!" And he was like, "Yeah," and I get a check like <laughs> right then. Yes, they ain't like at Williamsburg, so the timeshare. Well, I was sitting around waiting on my money. Absolutely. So let's talk about the sales, because that's essentially what market y'all are in, sure, in sales. And a lot of times for people, they have a they want to do a side hustle or a main hustle, and they go into sales mm-hmm. and. um he was telling me about my 10X band and it's like Grant Cardone always says that, you know, if you're good at sales, you will always have a job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So what got y'all into sales? Well, to start that off, um, I don't want to say I was kind of forced into it, but, um, you know, just from other situations, not being able to pursue that exactly. Um, you know, uh, a friend of mine actually came to me with uh, my previous employer as well, uh, doing the timeshare thing. He showed me how much money he was making. At first I was like, uh, sales, I don't know if I, you know, if that's my route. Right. Uh, but, you know, as you mentioned, you know, sales is an everyday part of life, no matter right. what you do. So, and a lot of people don't realize that, but once you put that in perspective, it's like, well, I mean, why not add that to my repertoire as far as, you know, working wise and, you know, just making a living out of it because at the end of the day, you get a chance to write your own check, and that's the whole point of it all. So that's right. the better part. Of so it. now you you brought you brought some uh, some heat with you. So mm-hmm. introduce your partner over there. <laughs> well, this is my partner, uh, Mr. Sean Crippen. He's the guy that actually got me into this line of work. So um, you know, he brought everything to my attention, came to my house, laid everything out, and I said, "Man, like." And the funny thing about it, that's not even why I hit him up for in the first place. My boss, where I was working at before, mentioned something about insurance. And I said, okay, so I knew that was his line of work. So I was getting, I was picking his brain a little bit about it. And um, he had, I didn't know I was being recruited. <laughs> but I'm glad that he did that. So, you know, it was All a right. blessing, absolutely. So how you get in sales? Uh, so as far as for me, um, I kind of, you know, I've always looked at like the network marketing side, you know, how people try to gain um, income on the side. I started off like that with a few different companies, um, Legal Shield, um, Organic Gold, those are just to name a few. But um, we're always selling. I mean, in life, right. life is sales. You, mm-hmm. you sell, you, you market yourself. Or um, one thing that I love is movies. You're always marketing movies, um, giving referrals to movies. So we're always selling. Um, one thing um, that got me into the insurance industry, um, especially particularly final expense, 
is that it's unlimited income. I mean, one thing that's, that, that's going to happen is people always are going to unfortunately die. Yes. So why not provide a service that can help families out in their worst time of need? Um, because a lot of times people are getting, um, I, I won't like to say take advantage of, but they, they're not knowledgeable about the funeral Absolutely. side. So we like to basically teach them about that and also teach them the differences in insurance for us when it pertains to age, age groups, because people are kind of falling into traps with um, the difference between term and whole life insurance. So. All right. So let's let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about multi-level marketing. Okay. Okay, so multi-level marketing is basically almost like a four-letter word in some areas, especially in this area. After five links came through here and basically <laughs> like just ruined this whole this whole area for multi-level marketing. Yeah, I can think of one name in particular when it comes to that, but right, good guy, right. Yeah, I think we know some of the same guy. So and he's a good dude, and he did well. But it's like, how do y'all get around that? When you like recruiting people, how do you get around that negative stigma on multi-level marketing? Well, one thing I would say is um, I kind of take it a, as a, a learning experience. Um, all the things that I gain from that, it helps me out with my day-to-day for sales, just whether it's just talking to people, being to being able to approach somebody, you know, that one thing in network marketing, you can't be afraid to approach people because unfortunately, Network marketing, they gain their income from people uh, with the insurance agents. We, we gain our money from actually sitting down right. and selling the product. And that's the difference. But I mean, yeah, I, I, every, I think everybody, if you got into multi-level marketing, you've been rubbed the wrong way. Um, just, you know, getting in the atmosphere, um, seeing how things played out for you, for yourself. Some people had success, but it always seemed like one person was eating and everybody else was kind of like collecting the crumb, basically. Right. So, I mean, I can see why it puts a bad taste in people's mouth. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's, I know it puts a bad taste in my mouth. I, I, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I've tried multiple of them, but unless you're willing to be worsome, yeah. And then have people literally look at you like, oh, Lord, here you go. There you go. Right. Friends and family. Right. Them to death. Yeah, not go to the cookout no more. They're right. like, what are you selling now? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And now, how do y'all handle y'all's pipeline when it comes to sales? Because one thing that, that people talk about with sales is the pipeline and the starts you go from, you know, from the closest to you then branch out. And that's where the network marketing teaches you the same thing. That's why you end up wearing out the people that's at the cookout that's that right. you see all the time because that's what they're telling you. So how do y'all handle y'all's pipeline? Where do y'all start at? So basically, um, we do we do tap into Walmart um, first. That's just typically to get you um, just to hear the presentation being done because once you're a brand new agent coming in, you've never really physically heard the presentation done. Um, um, two, we also know that a lot of families, I mean, the statistics are crazy for how many people do not have um, final expense um, burial insurance um, after age 50 or any just any type of life insurance, period. So we, we do tap into your warm market. That's what we call it. And then what our system is, we actually have leads where people may uh, receive something in the mail or they go on our website or they actually uh, see one of our commercials on TV and we actually, um, they call in for it. 
So it's not now we don't have to pester anybody. Right. Um, they're requesting the information. So we literally just go and um, present the information. If they like what they see, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make the sale. And then we'll also ask them for people that they know. Because, like I said, the statistics, as far as you know, 66% of um, people do not have the correct type of life insurance in the, in the, in the range <clears throat> between 50 to 85. I mean, it's astronomical. So we try to make sure that people have the correct type. Of life insurance, yeah, life insurance. I will say is is almost as, as confusing as taxes. Yes, and you know you're talking to somebody, and, and unless you're willing to sit there and actually really pay attention, it's almost like you have to have somebody go over with you like three, four times before they realize, before you realize what you're actually getting. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And I, I feel like at some points the people that sell insurance prey on that. Absolutely. So what do y'all do to make sure that y'all not lumped in that same category with everybody else, the fly-by-night people that's, you know, out here selling uh, cut-rate insurance as the people on TV? What does is mainly because we focus on one product. I think that kind of doorways with the, you know, the confusion and trying to flim-flam somebody. Right. You know, we're just one straight product. It's not no, you know, you could get this added to it or, you know, Maybe, you know, just final expense. It's just one, we perfect one type of product, and that way it alleviates all of the, you know, confusion from anything else. And we stand by that product because it is a whole life policy and, you know, of the extra services that we provide along with you getting, well, being a, a, a client of ours. So, you know, we try to help people and combat those type of people that try to, you know, you know, finagle a situation, so to speak. So, right. and I, and I'll kind of add to that as well too, because um, in the house when we sit down with a senior, um, we're I, I mean I pride myself on explaining the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. So I'll put that out for the masses. So, um, you know, the two major ones are term and whole life. And anybody over age fifty, I tell people once you hit forty five to fifty, you need to go ahead and um, switch from term to whole life. Term insurance is just another fancy way, well, a, a basic way of saying mortgage protection. So you get your term policy to cut if you you know have small children or if you have a house, you you know get that for mortgage protection. But what what the problem is happening is that they're preying on people over age fifty. Because here's the thing, um, you know they might send you something in the mail. I'm not naming any companies, but they may send you something in the mail and say, hey, we'll give you thirty thousand for twenty five bucks. It sounds great. Right. But what they're not telling you is every five years, it's going to keep jumping up. And the worst part of it all, let's say you've been paying this thing, paying when you turn 80 years old or to 85, they send you a letter in the mail say, hey, thanks for being a customer, but we can no longer insure you. Right. All that money. money you spent mm-hmm. is gone. You don't even get one red cent back. So that, that's term in a nutshell. Um, now, whole life, whole life lasts you your whole entire life. And as you pay on it, it builds cash value. And also, let's say you turn 100 years old and you, you, you're still living. You could say, hey, because you don't have to pay anymore after that, because that's when the uh, policy will mature. You can say, send me my money and they'll send you whatever your face of mine is. So um, easy way to remember that I tell I say this to all my seniors uh, is term terminate whole, whole life. That's the easiest way to remember. Right. Uh, you know, I've had some companies um, say like, um, um, you know, by term, term is better than whole. Right. By term, and invest the the difference. But how can you invest the difference when it doesn't build cash value? What what most people aren't disciplined to buy? Like, okay, let's say you got a 
a term policy that's twenty five and a whole 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 life that's forty dollars. Most people aren't disciplined at twenty five to invest the remaining income <laughs> in an investment. Right. So they're just getting it because they're like, okay, that's twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. They're not investing anything. Why not get you the whole life policy, which is going to stay that same rate, whatever age you come, it's going to stay that same rate. So you, you're 80, but you're paying the same rate of a 40 year old. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, there's a lot of misleading yeah. things out here. Yeah, a lot sure. of people assume insurance is insurance. You know, mm-hmm. hey, I got that already. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you have? Mm-hmm. I don't know. My wife handles that. Yep. And I try to tell people all the time, like, <clears throat> it's important to know exactly what you have. Right. You know, because <laughs> when it's too late, it's too late. There's no reverting back. Trying to recorrect your, <laughs> trying to correct your mistakes because uh, you're already, you know, passed away. So, you know, you don't want to do that to your family. You don't want to be a burden to your family. And it's all about, you know, just having some type of protection. So, well, financial support rather when you're no longer here because, you know, that was your opportunity. Right. Yeah. So let's, let's dive into the, the successfulness of this because this is a business show and how do y'all, how's your lifestyle? Just a side hustle thing, main hustle? Like, what is it for you all? This is it. This is it. I'm not touching anything else. Um, one thing that I've, I've noticed, um, I've been doing this for three years. Um, I went from, before this, I owned my own coffee shop. And I also um, worked for Virginia Department of Transportation. Um, what, what happens with this, this, this opportunity we actually um, get paid residuals. So not only do we get the advance commission from the, the initial sale, but every time they pay their um, they, they pay their premium, we also get a portion of that. So essentially, every time you write a sale, you're giving yourself a raise. And I, I just remember uh, working at um, Virginia Department of Transportation and um, the state, like just just screaming about a raise, and they gave us they just threw us a little three percent raise. And I'm like, I laugh because I'm like, man, I, I give myself a raise every day I make a sale. Right. And not only do we get the sale, but because we're simplified uh, whole life and it's, it's issued right away, um, we get paid the next day. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, you know, because one thing that happens, bills come every day. So um it gives me the ability to basically if something, you know, if there's a fire, I got a fire extinguisher. I am the bank. I literally can write myself uh to, to be able to handle anything. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, since within the three years, I mean I've built a residual income check that pays my mortgage and my car payment and some small bills. Um, then, so that's one side of it. But then also you have the the agency building side where you do have the ability to bring in other agents. And then, um, you know, you also get overrides from that income as well when they write, when they write business. But um, I pride myself in just seeing um, success in people that I bring in. Like I literally can take somebody from, you know, have no sales experience, never even, because none of us ever woke up. I went to college. I went to Virginia State. I mean, you right. know, we, we, I never even thought any, like, far as, I never woke up and said, hey, I want to sell final expense and uh, life right. insurance. Like that, that wasn't a dream of mine. But now that I'm here, I'm making the best of it. And, um, you know, it's just, it, it, I just really love seeing people come into this thing 
and I've taken them from square one and then just watched their life progress. And like I said, three years, but I mean, this is this is for life. I mean, I, the people that I'm in here, with, we've done other things together, but like I said, it was always somebody at the top making all the money, right? And we were collecting from now. Everybody's eating, right. and that's what it's about. Now, the one thing I will say, I mean, selling this type of whole life insurance on a on a scale of one to ten on the sexiness level is about a three, you know. So, how do y'all get around that aspect of it? Was it hard to wrap your head around it? Like, okay, I'm going to, like you said, mm-hmm. when you were doing the state, you weren't thinking, I'm going to sell, right. you know, whole life insurance. Like, well, I can't wait to sell whole life insurance. So <laughs> I know you didn't say that. No. You know, so what was the, what is the main selling point to get somebody that's literally, they're in a cubicle and they got a college degree doing what they're doing, but they're only making $35,000, $40,000 a year and they're looking like, Lord, this can't be it. How? Do, what do you say to them to get them to come out of that predic- predicament that come over to, to sell whole life insurance with you all? Well, um, one thing I, I, w- I would say is when you just look at, especially our generation, how are you looking at the, the retirement structure? Um, when I first came into VDOT, they didn't even have uh, 401ks anymore. They had this thing called the 457 comp plan. Well, when I left VDOT, um, the guy, he asked me because I, I took my uh, my my um, savings and I moved it to an IRA. Um, the guy asked me, say, you sure you want to do that? Because if you come back to the state, um, you're not even going to have your same plan. It's going to be called the hybrid system, which, I mean, they're adding, basically adding less to, you know, you put up a dollar, they're adding pretty much pennies to that. Dollar. Right, right. So um, from a retirement aspect, because a lot of times, you know, you, you see what's happening to the seniors right now. Um, our generation, I don't think it's going to get any better. I think it's going to get a lot of worse. Of course. So I always approach it from that aspect because literally, like, I've seen people in their 60s come into this and quadruple what they're getting from their pension and Social Security. So it's like that's in their 60s. They started this thing. Right. I'm about to turn 36 this month. So I'm like, by the time I hit 40... 42, I'm I'm done. I'm I can retire at 42. A lot of people can't say that. Right. Um, and that's just from putting your <coughs> business on the books, um, building other people up, and then also um just having a heart, you know. Um I, I love the fact that you can take this and go sit down with a a senior and pour your heart out to them and, and basically show them, hey, you know, because I'm I'm your agent for life and that's how I, I train everybody. I, I went to my clients' funerals. When they die, I'm there because I want to make sure that not only did I sit down with you on this day, I came back, I handled my policy. I came back, um, I sent you cards for your birthday. I came back, and on that last day um, that you take your last breath, I'm there to have, help your family through the process. So it's not just, you know, the level of sexy you know, it kind of, I think I might have just increased it a little, <laughs> little bit, but you know, it just <laughs> as far as, you know, just um, you know, just because there's some people out here that just love helping people, right? Um, I've kind of listened to some of your work, and I, a lot of the, that's a common thing with entrepreneurs. They like to help people, and if you have that in your heart, definitely, you know, this is some anything, any any line of entrepreneurs is is good for you to go that way because a lot of people. The biggest thing they're just afraid of taking that leap of faith. Yeah. Because I I don't want to go from 
hourly to salary right. to just a hundred percent commission because I can't sell. That's 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 some people that I talk. I, I mean, I just I don't I can't sell. And I'm like, you you're saying you can't because you won't not willing to try. But a lot of times you are selling every day and don't even know. Absolutely, you mm-hmm. either sell or getting sold. That there you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So let's. Um, you mentioned something um, basically to follow up. And one thing, one of the crucial components of sales is the follow-up. And it's, research has been done that you most likely don't get a sale between, unless you follow it up at least 12 times. Mm-hmm. So give me y'all's strategy on the follow-up. How do y'all follow up? I'm definitely he, he's, he's great following up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm give that to him. That may be. Well, I mean, I guess, uh, well, a lot of my career, I did collections. And, uh, you know, in the banking and, you know, collections for different companies. So, yeah, following up is very important in that field. And um, it's just building that rapport, you know, so you don't feel like you're harassing someone. But yet you kind of I mean, you're just following up on the business. So, yeah, I mean, I I don't really have an exact system. It's just that, you know, I reach out to you and, you know, once we do a presentation and you give me your type, your response, what pertaining to whatever your response was is how I handle the situation. Now, I do stress that it's very important that, you know, if you did get approved for, well, not if you got approved, but um, if you got approved for our coverage, mm-hmm. you know, how important it is to seize the moment and take advantage of it because anything can happen in the meantime. So, you know, you have that on your side when you stress that level of urgency because at the end of the day, we don't know when we're going to perish. And, you know, it's just that unknown factor to why you should take advantage of something like this right away. So is, is your follow up really like a follow up slash close at each moment? If you did not at that time, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, the goal is to do it the first time around. But I mean, most people, uh, I don't want to say most, but a lot of people don't uh, right. tend to. It's always that. I don't want to give in so fast. It's not even that they don't think that it's a good product or worth even having. Some people just don't allow themselves to process. I, yeah, exactly. Or I don't know if it's like they don't want to be submissive. I don't know. I'm not sure. But a lot of people don't feel comfortable, even if they have the money in their pocket right now, to follow through with it for whatever reason. I don't know why or why not. <clears throat> but it's always that to why, you know, you follow up with people and it gives them time to process, as you just mentioned. And, you know, they come to terms with themselves and say, well, you know what, maybe this is something to my benefit. Absolutely. And, and then also, too, like, I, it, it kind of put a, I had a situation that kind of put fire under my butt for the follow-up. Um, I had a lady, I, I sat down with her and her daughter down in Hopewell, Virginia, and I sat down with them, um, went through the whole process, got a race, got even got the signature. All I needed was the um, account, the banking information so that I could go ahead and process everything. Well, um, kept following with the mother. I mean, every other month, still got nothing. Um, I called back uh, last December and I talked to her. She was like, Sean, you know, you didn't hear? I was like, no. She was like, yeah, my daughter was shot and killed by Hopewell police. I mean, like, you know, just blew my mind. I'm sitting right. in bed crying. I had to look it up, sitting in bed crying because I'm like, I felt like I didn't do my job, even right. though I did. But I still, I sh- that girl should. She was first day coverage too. Right. So had that happened, 
her mom at least would have not have to do a GoFundMe page or mm-hmm. like right. a fish fry bake sale to try to raise money to bury her daughter um, through that tragic situation. Right, right. Because the program basically gives the family time to grieve um, while we handle everything else. Right. So um, you know that that's the that's the importance of uh, following up. Yeah. So that definitely will change yeah. the whole dynamic of things. Something like that happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So have you had anything similar like that happen? Well, I wouldn't say as uh, extreme, but no, I would say that. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, I did. Just recently, a close uh, friend of mine, her father passed away. And, um, you know, I we haven't even had this conversation yet. But, you know, from the information that I did get so far, we definitely would have been an extreme, you know, help to that entire matter. But he was a smart guy, so I'm, you know, I'm not saying that he didn't have anything altogether. I'm sure his particular example, she probably didn't even have anything Mm -hmm. lined up, but you know, she was the only child, you know, I've been around the family all all the time, and he's a smart guy, so he had stuff in order for his family, that I'm sure of. But it's just still like, as far as from what we do, as far as handling that final expense, I'm pretty sure we would have, you know, been an asset to, to herself and the rest of the family. So how do y'all handle that that aspect of the business that y'all are doing, which is being there really t- at the end of the life cycle? Like you're past middle age, now you're at the you're at twilight years, you're dealing with people in twilight years, and they can get the insurance. Like you said, you know, you go to the funerals. You can't have gone to a lot of funerals. Does that weigh on you mentally sometimes when you're doing that in this industry? Kind of like the people in the, it's similar to the people who work at funeral homes. That's right. You know, That's so right. is it, do you have to even assume that a lot of the time? Yeah. They look at my tag saying, huh, what is that? Oh, funeral home. No, 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 no. Yeah. Right. I would say it, um, it's like, especially when those are like those, because you build you build relationships with these right, people. Absolutely. You, you don't just come in. You, it's hard to come in somebody's house, a complete stranger's house, and get their get their social um, and get a check from them, and not build any type of rapport. Um, so some people, you know, you sit down. I, I got a client that calls me almost every, every day, <laughs> and I've even seen. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. But I, I, I mean, but it's like she. She like you're like the son I never had. Like we build relationships. Right. So when somebody leaves, I mean, I, I've gotten calls and I'm sitting the, and, and the daughter's completely gone. I'm crying because of the relationship right. that we built. Right. Um, you know, far as uh, just through the process of me keep seeing them because um, it, it, anytime there's an issue, I'm coming back to see you. Anytime there's uh, you know. I've been invited to barbecues, parties, so it's not like like we're a little bit different from the traditional uh, insurance man. Basically, we, right, we're, we're right. more of like we become family. Um, so you know, keep seeing people. Your, your clients die. I mean, the one plus about it is at least we put something in place, right? And there it counters the family sitting there arguing getting ready to uh i mean fist fight in right. the funeral yeah. home yeah uh coming to blows um we we canceled all that out because we put a plan in place and now they have the ability to all the funeral has to do is is basically okay. do the plan yeah. i right. mean so it, it hurts but at least i know we helped basically. 
So y'all killing all the drama that's happening. Pretty much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mama Absolutely. said I can have a child. <laughs> right. 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 You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, this sounds like a, a great uh, industry to get into. Uh, uh, we talked about the last time I did a show with Tawanda Walker, we are talking about trucking, how people just didn't really stand um, trucking. You know, this yeah. is another industry where the people you see people that sell insurance, but you don't really know the you know what's going on behind the scenes. Exactly. And I like this. I like the uh, presentation that Al had gave me. I said, "Wow, this is actually you know decent." And like if you if you stuck in a job and you trying to get out of it, this is something that you really can pursue right. and follow the plan and make some money. That's right. Absolutely. And then right away too. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So. Briefly, give me a, a brief synopsis of what I'm getting if I join the team. Okay. Um, first of all, um, leadership. Um, that that's one thing that we pride ourselves in. Um, from the bottom to the top, uh, we're all speaking the same thing. And if you're not, you'll get exposed very fast uh, if you try to stray away from the system because system, you know. Uh, save yourself time, energy, and money. I yes, mean, sir. if you stick with the system, then you will, everything will fall in place for you. If you try to step out, you'll find out you're going to want to jump back in very fast. Um, I mean, it's broken down from, you know, you come in, we uh, actually give you the study guide to actually study to uh, know the knowledge on the test. Boom, mm-hmm. you get there. You do your background check. You pass your state exam. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, we're going to send you to what we call as our boot camp. Um, now, you're going to go to away for three days, do your training. Um, you come back. You hop in the car with a field trainer, which I'm, you know, I'm one of the main field trainers right here within the Virginia area. Um, there's a few of us. But once we get you to that point, then um, once you feel like you're ready to go, um, most most insurance companies just hand you a contract, slap in the butt, and say, "Hey, go sell." <laughs> and that's why a lot of people have a bad taste about insurance as a whole, like as become insurance agent. Mm-hmm. But with us, we literally nurture you through the system as like a, a newborn baby until you feel like, "Okay, I got this. I got this." I mean, I watch Al like I watch Al from day one to now, and he's a he's a savage now. Like I just, I just, I just sit back and just smile like the way I just created it. So I mean, you know, and that a lot of the stuff tools he already had from his previous cell background, but you know, he's just he's flourishing now. So, so what kind of um, trainers, ongoing trainers, do y'all do? Um, well, within our system, um, we do. Training maybe once every two weeks, just about. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the team that I'm on, we um, go to Richmond. We have an orientation, a monthly orientation up mm-hmm. there. Uh, soon, hopefully, we would be expanding that. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So just because, anyway. But yeah, um, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it is a bit much to keep driving to Richmond. That's right. Now yeah. on on 64 huh. and dealing yeah. with that traffic. And when you have so many. So much potential in this area alone, mm-hmm. you know. So that that's our next step as far as you know, not you know having our own little hub here because it is very populated and you know, it's a lot of potential 
and um, you know, to have something going on here and we continue to, to grow. But um, as far as the orientation in Richmond, uh, we do training there. Uh, you know, we have our phone calls yeah. uh, Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, yeah. uh, and that's from the entire company. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we have training on an ongoing basis, and sometimes it, it may seem a bit uh, redundant, but uh, sometimes you need that to hear it repetitively. And then you, when, you, when you grow and you have your different experiences, some stuff makes more sense to you as far as what it was being told. It's, it's similar to, you know, you watching the movie as a kid, but when you watch that same movie as an adult, right. it, you know, some things resonate with you a little bit differently. So it's the same thing as far as, you know, getting that continuous training. So we, to answer your question, on the phone, we have our conference calls and we do have our, you know, our in, uh, face-to-face training. And maybe, like I said, about once every two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So is there anything else you'd like to bring up to bring up before we close out? Um, as far as just, um, you know, like if you are want to become an entrepreneur and let's say you're sitting behind a cube like I was, um, or you, you know, you're in an industry that you just can't stand it. I always encourage people, you know, take, take that step. I mean, you just never know what's inside of you. I mean, I, I've met people, I've seen people that you could look at. There's a guy in our company that's in his late 60s that was the number one agent through the whole company, 49 states. Wow. Right out of South Carolina. In his late 60s. Outrode all of us. Yeah, you know, yeah. We think we, you know, spring chicken. Now, he killed all of us. So you never know what your potential is. If you have that fear take, just take that step because unfortunately our education system doesn't teach us right. to work for ourselves. They right. teach us to work for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's through, through, through any, any level of ed- education is always, you know, get the job, right. not build your, build your own, build your own here. You know, we all have that tool. God's given us all um, basically talents. And if you don't tap into your talent, you literally just waste time. So, so how do we get in contact with you all if we want to join the team? Okay, so um, Albert Matthews, he's down here in the Tidewater area. Um, well, my uh, email address is amatthewsinsurance at gmail.com. Uh, my office number is 757-504-2114. Um, feel free to contact me and we can go from there. And then me, I'm Sean Crippen. Um, my uh, insurance, uh, as far as my email is sCrippenInsurance at gmail.com and my number is 804-592-1255. All right. Thank y'all for joining the show and thank y'all for listening. This is your host, C.B. Baker. Till next time.